0: Presents down the Sidelines. And now, representing the Michigan Wolverines and the West Virginia Mountaineers,
1: you may know them as Yoko and I'm a beast, it's Peter Stasia and Joel Orndorf. Welcome back to the Gridiron. I'm Joel, and down the sidelines is a sports podcast that debates the that predicts the latest in the athletic world. We are part of the Showbiz News network and this is the 47th episode of the podcast on November 15th, 2013. Well, uh this week uh Peter is away again. He's in California for a conference. And so I'm going to have another guest on this week. Um introducing Joe Bush from the Forums. Hi everyone. <laughs> another fellow uh Sports watcher, and at least I know that you definitely like sports video games, like mm-hmm. me. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so uh, last week we talked about college football. The, the college, of course, we talked about a ton about college football. We talked about the college basketball season beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, talked about the Oregon Stanford game, like and and the uh, Oklahoma Baylor games, which were two really big games that happened last Thursday. And um, also Texas getting a new athletic director. Thank God it wasn't our athletic director. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the uh, Richie Incognito story. Um, You know, and there's a little more developing on that story that we'll talk about this week. Um, But uh, let's see. Uh, We have the red zone. Um, The Indiana Pacers are actually 8-0 right now. Um, The only undefeated team left in the NBA. And, um... You know, it's, it's kind of interesting. Um, last year, you know, did really well in the playoffs. And for a while, a lot of people thought that, you know, they were going to take the Heat out in the playoffs. And I, I pretty much thought that, that that series was over. And, of course, they played really awful when the Heat came back. But, um, you know, it's just kind of interesting to watch them, you know, beating teams this year. And uh, oh, it will be interesting to see, like, how long they can keep the streak going.
0: Oh, certainly, yeah. Um, they they always look like a good team, but uh, even just that franchise just always falls short in the postseason. Oh, yeah. So.
1: yeah, I mean, I want to say like in the past they've had a few good teams, mm. um, and uh, you know it it it's been interesting to watch them kind of. Uh, do, I'm trying to think who they had the one year. Were, were they part of that like, uh, that fight? Like oh yeah yeah, it was yeah, it was uh, them in Detroit r- was yeah. yeah yeah And, and the the what was it they went out to the stands into the stands, <laughs> into the stands and, and just beat people up That's, yeah and and I think they based a episode of Law and Order SVU off of that really yeah because I remember there was a basketball player that was being like hounded by a fan every game and like the fan died or something and they were <laughs> questioning him um, so yeah. Uh, you know, getting into the culture, I guess, with it. Um, I don't know. Like, what I'm, what I was kind of interested to see is, um, you know, how much longer they could keep this win streak going because obviously it'll help them. But I'm not. I'm thinking it's probably not going to be the same kind of thing we saw last year with the Heat. Oh
0: yeah. They probably. were going
1: on these ridiculous winning streaks. Um, and you know, the Heat they've already lost a couple games this year.
0: Oh yeah, they lost um, their first game. If I remember. Correctly.
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, Dwayne Wade's kind of been having injury trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Let's see if I can pull up their schedule. Um, the. Uh, so we we kind of like ask a question with yeah. each one of these things, and um, like I was wondering how long do you think the winning streak will go? And then I'll kind of like, you know. Yeah. I. Mm.
0: That's a good question because uh, they're not—they're definitely not the Heat. Mm-mm, no. Um. So I can't see it going probably much further than this weekend.
1: Yeah, they're—I mean—they're I mean, uh, they they're a really good defensive team. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what stands out about them.
0: They got like Chicago on Saturday,
1: and I think that's about as far as it's gonna go. hmm
0: And they have New York, who's also pretty good next week. So.
1: Yeah. Um. Like. I mean, if you go and look at, yeah, definitely the teams that are close to their area, that I think could beat them. Yeah. Definitely two of them. Yeah, definitely Chicago. Definitely New York. Um, but I was thinking if they somehow manage to get on, like, a win streak, they get past those teams that know them really well. Like, yeah. Like, who are the teams maybe, like, out west that could beat them? And I was looking, I'd say, like, if they somehow go on a – uh, you know, a pretty major win streak for them and I think a major one for them, you know, only goes into like at early December at the at the furthest. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm thinking like you got let's see December first. Oh no it's t- November twenty fifth even. You've got Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I, I think that could be a tough game for them. Um December first they've got oh, yeah, the Los Angeles, yeah. Um December seventh, San Antonio Mm-hmm. And I mean, now we're, we're stretching it pretty far. We got December eighth at Oklahoma City.
0: Yeah, Miami on the tenth.
1: Yeah, so. I think that that's just going to be a brutal schedule for them. And yeah. and so if they're going to go on that win streak, I think they got to do it in November. <laughs> and I mm-hmm. think once they get to December, it's going to just be too tough. Yes, yeah, certainly. Um, all right. For the next story, we've got um, you know, um, Ohio State's players. Um, mainly one of them talking about how um because basically where we're at right now is we have i want to say we have four undefeated teams that could probably actually make it to the national championship Mm -hmm. we've i think we've got one or two others i'm not really sure if it was in northern illinois if they won the other night
0: northern illinois won wednesday okay but um fresno's still Yeah, it will definitely be a
1: stretch for them. I mean, yeah. a lot of things would have to happen and a one-loss team might get in and before them. Yeah. If definitely. Anything. Um,
0: Fresno's is not all that great. They're playing in a conference that really plays to their strengths, which is a good passing game.
1: Oh, yeah. And um, I they're just they're kind of loaded up this year on receivers yeah. and really good quarterback. Um, but I you know, we'll we'll see next year what will happen. Uh, I it'd be great if we had a playoff in this year because yeah, I think it's, it, it kind of lends itself to that but um, so you know mainly we're looking at uh, we're looking at Alabama um, of Florida State um, Baylor and Ohio State is that all of them? Yeah those I, are I the only four major yeah, right. field teams <laughs>
0: um, Stanford's hanging around Oregon and Auburn we're both in uh, yeah. loss as well.
1: Of course, earlier this week we were talking about the Stanford Oregon game, and Oregon upset them as as we're used to. Uh, yeah, they just play a game. much more physical style up front, and that's usually how you handle Oregon, and they they did they handled them pretty yeah pretty well. Um, and so you know that kind of opened the door for Florida State, and now Florida State's in there, and you know looking at their schedule, they should beat everybody on their schedule, but. We're yeah. not really sure because in the past they've, yeah.
0: they've being, screwed up. Them being the Knolls. <clears throat> yeah. They they kind of climbs in themselves is,
1: Yeah. Um so so uh you know, we've got these two teams up there, and um, you know, Urban Meyer at this point thinks that, you know, his team deserves at least the number two spot because they've they haven't lost a game in, you know, well over a year. And um uh you know, of course last year they had to sit out of the bowl season because of the mm-hmm. ban. Um and so then, then you have uh, Florida State's wide receiver Evan Spencer talking about how he thinks that they'd wipe the floor with either Alabama or Florida State. And I the way I kinda look at this statement is if you're not really gonna have a chance to play either of the teams, it's probably okay yeah. to make those statements. But if they do end up playing one of those teams it's the kind of stuff you don't want out there on mm-hmm. yeah, in the locker rooms cool. and stuff like that. You it's just extra motivation for for what would probably be, you know, Alabama or Florida State heavily favored against Ohio State in, yeah, in a bowl game. So, um it'll be interesting to see. I I I'm a lot more interested in if they don't go to a national championship, um and they go to another bowl game, do they have the same kind of motivation? And, I mean, do they get run off the field? That's the kind of thing I think yeah. of. When a team is goes undefeated and they don't get into that, there's a lot of times it's a slump. they Yeah. Coming
0: from where I'm coming from, being mm-hmm. Kansas, uh, there have been a number of different instances where that's happened to Kansas State.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: You can look at 98. Uh, they last were, year. Num- last year, definitely, yeah. where they felt like they uh, – They dropped a game late, and they just came to a bowl game. Didn't feel like they wanted to be there. Yeah, Uh, felt like they should have been doing something better. So they just would, you know, they would lose games they shouldn't have. Yeah, and you wonder if Ohio State will have that problem. But a lot of people have been ignoring Ohio State, and I think they sort of have a reason to because they they've been they haven't really had a major opponent. Yet outside of maybe Northwestern, yeah. uh, well they did beat Wisconsin, who was pretty good, but with Northwestern went on a skid, um, and they're probably not going to play anybody with it. really that they should be afraid of. Yeah, I'd of say it, the probably.
1: best team they'll probably play this year is Michigan State. Yeah, um, Michigan State, and that'll be the
0: last game probably for them.
1: Yeah, um, if, and if I, they win I think, that, yeah, yeah. If, if they win that, I would, I would say they're they're probably just you know, as good as they say they are because Michigan State's really evolved into a good overall team this year, yeah. not, not just a de- defense. Um, but, you know, I, I, I fall because I'm in my teams in the big 12 too. I really followed Kansas state last year and, you know, the really good year they had. Yeah. Um, and of course they ran, I think they ran into a Baylor team that was becoming the Baylor team that we see mm. now last year. Um, just defensively so much better and really hard to stop on offense um and i I think you know in any other circumstance if they would have you know didn't run into that team they they probably would have got to the national championship and it would have been interesting to see that but then again you go from running into baylor to running into oregon which is kind of like the same thing in a way Mm -hmm. just really explosive offense it's hard to deal with and i um I mean, really, well, I think what got Kansas State to that point last year was the defense. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just having a quarterback that, you know, didn't put the ball over that kind of stuff, he really, you know, we say, like, game manager, but he was also pretty yeah, much he was a, star he was the the a team. playmaker. He just yeah. didn't
0: put, he didn't make the types of plays that would, he made pretty high percentage plays, I guess, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. He was a good runner. Yeah. Uh, he was fairly accurate, so. Yeah,
1: and he, he was wasn't a, like a Heisman discussion, that yeah. kind of thing um d- deserve really so um
0: yeah definitely,
1: and so you know it kind of it's interesting to you know watch these teams <clears throat> develop each year, especially the ones that come out of nowhere this year we've uh I feel like we've kind of got a bunch of teams that um at least i want to say like at least three of the teams that are undefeated that really have that chance we're kind of used to them being in this position. You know, Florida State's always kind oh, yeah. of been there each year. The ACC is usually just not <clears throat> strong enough, and they also always yeah. lose a game. No, um, co-
0: yeah, and people are afraid of that definitely this year. They got Florida at the end, and then you're looking at a conference championship game against Virginia Tech or Duke.
1: Yeah, I mean, r- really what it is is um, they, they need to count on, you know, Clemson to win the rest of their games. 'Cause that's their that's their biggest win. Um yeah. you know, the Maryland win was supposed to be big at first, but Maryland's yeah, kind of Maryland, fallen off. <laughs> yeah, they've they got lots dropped. of injuries. Mm-hmm. Um and, and so yeah, I mean, I think they're counting on the Florida game to be a big game, but Florida's not yeah, Florida's, had a very good
0: year. Florida's probably not making a bull game this year.
1: Yeah, so it's with, uh with that
0: loss to Vanderbilt they've basically ruled themselves out.
1: Yeah, it's uh so I mean, you know I don't want to say that the the schedules would hurt them, but really, okay. If I had to pick, if actually, if I had to pick, even though based on the performances of what I've watched, if Baylor went undefeated and if Florida State won undefeated, I would probably pick Baylor just because I actually think their schedule's tougher. Yeah. And that's fully based on it's <clears throat> fully based on the Big Twelve being having more ranked teams overall than the ACC.
0: Yeah, and they they've hit them at a time where it's it's not good. To hit teams like that, yeah. Uh, this November for for the Big Twelve's been great this year in scheduling because they put Baylor against you know Kansas, Iowa State, uh, the teams that you're supposed to beat. They yeah. put them against them, and they had a very easy uh, October. They did that uh, Baylor and Oklahoma State and to Texas, yeah, and to, uh, Oklahoma, and now Baylor's got like. Texas Tech, Oklahoma State, Texas, yeah, and uh, Oklahoma last week, like definitely. in a row. So it's like,
1: you know. <laughs> oh no! I mean, definitely the, yeah. <laughs> the big question with Baylor, even going into when we played them, is they hadn't played anybody, but they were scoring seventy points on everyone. Yeah. So they're, they're people didn't people know what like to think. Should. And but then la- you know this past week they p- played Oklahoma and did the same exact thing. Yeah, I mean they completely shut them down. And scored forty plus. So um I, I, I think they're really legit this year. Like I yeah. think that they could probably do that against anybody. Um yeah, they, the, the they problem haven't. is that their I think their best uh running back and their best uh receiver are out. Uh yeah. a receiver's out for the season. And the cease drunk kid I think uh maybe out for two or three games. Um so but they've got such depth at wide yeah. receiver that it's really not a problem. Um and it's it's interesting to watch that it's uh, watch them just kind of plug in a quarterback, and all yeah, of a definitely. sudden they're amazing on offense. It's, I mean, ever since they had you know the most talented quarterback or one of the most talented quarterbacks, it just seems like they plug somebody yeah. else in. Um, so it so it's fun to watch them. Um, you know, uh, kind of yeah. kind of leaning towards more what college football is becoming. It's becoming Definitely. like a no-tempo uh, spread offense kind of thing. And it's been like that for a while, but it's just uh, seems to like get faster every year.
0: Yeah, it was crazy seeing that in person because mm-hmm. they would finish a play and just get right back up to it. And it was uh, weird because I'm in the band yeah. at the University of Kansas, and we're trying to play between plays. Oh. And, like, they would stop, and they'd be like, all right, go, and you'd play maybe five seconds, and then stop. Oh, man.
1: Yeah, my my friend's one of the field commanders here, and um, I don't think that they had... We we played them there, so I don't think our band had to go. But yeah, um, I could imagine that'd be really tough trying to get the cutoffs and everything.
0: Yeah, it was just, it was crazy because I mean they were moving so much faster. I, they re- they
1: anything. give you like, they legitimately go faster than Oregon. I mean they yeah. do. If if there's one team that does, it's definitely <laughs> them. Um, but uh, you know, so uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see. You know, can Alabama? Get past Auburn? Can yeah. they?
0: they've got they, Auburn and Missouri, and that's I mean,
1: they've play. they've clearly got the toughest schedule to yeah. get there. And if they go undefeated, they deserve it. It's yeah, almost probably. like if they lost a game and went and won the rest, they deserve it because yeah. it's. Uh, and I mean, that's kind of how we've um, thought about things ever since the SEC has been so dominant yeah. in uh, national championship games. I mean, they've just they've won them all mm. recently. Uh, I think. Maybe Texas was the last Big 12 team, their non yeah. SEC team to win. Yeah. And that In was a long time ago. Yeah, it was a long time that ago. That was when Vince Young was there. Yeah. So um, it'll be interesting to see how playoffs affect this kind of thing because that really hmm. ties into you know, undefeated teams not getting a chance, and they will. I mean, all the undefeated teams will get a chance because usually you don't have more than four at the end of the year, I mean that's even a lot. So, yeah,
0: definitely, because it looks like there's a legitimate possibility that we could end up with four or five.
1: Yeah, I don't. I mean, they don't really just play. Just in the each scheme other. of things. Yeah, so, and I and I think uh, I I really do think that like you know a BCS game. I like how over the years we had teams from not BCS conferences getting into those games mm-hmm. and then them having success. I think that really. <laughs> push i think more than anything i think that kind of pushed us away from the bcs because people as much as like you root for the underdog and stuff i think these big schools are like whoa like we don't want to play this small team and risk yeah. losing to them so now if you put them in the playoffs they're just going to play whoever they have to, you know whoever's put in there so and i think it's going to be is it going to be 12 teams um, I thought it, maybe the, it was a the BCS playoff,
0: next so. year, and it was the fourteen playoff. Okay, all right. And then there are, I think, a couple other bowl games.
1: All right, I wasn't sure exactly how they were going to do it. Yeah, but um, I, I'm just wondering if it's going to end up being, uh, if if we'll have like two SEC teams. Yeah. Uh,
0: and then have them play. It depends. It just depends who's up there, I guess. Like, right now, we would have Alabama, Florida State, Ohio State, and Stanford, mm-hmm. which even that doesn't solve
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I got do Baylor think that uh, the Big 12 definitely needs to add two more teams, mm. and they need to have a playoff... I mean, they need to have a game, like a championship yeah. game. The champion, because, yeah,
0: not having the championship game has hurt the Big 12, because yeah. that was one of the things it was known for, was... A cu- like there were numerous years where a Big Twelve team would come in to the championship game looking for a championship, like a national championship. Yeah. I think that was. It happened obviously in the first one in 1998, or not the first one, but like the first. Well,
1: yeah, actually, '96 Nebraska 96.
0: was yeah. was going for a championship, and then Texas beat them. But
1: well, yeah, I mean, I think it's important also because if you do have that undefeated team. It gives them another boost on their schedule which, oh, if true, they win yeah. the game, which is what happens in the SEC championship game. That is why at the end of the year, even if you have a one-loss team, they get bumped up so far. That's yeah. why uh, I specifically remember in 2007 when everybody was losing at the end of the year, mm-hmm. um, Like we actually had a shot, and then we blew that shot, oh. and then LSU bumped up with two losses into the national championship game because... Because they've got such a boost from the SEC championship.
0: Yeah, from winning that one. And Is then they really... went and
1: played a awful Ohio State team. Yeah, Ohio
0: team. State was horribly overrated that yeah, year. Yeah, I
1: mean, that year, I think you could... There, there were probably a few other teams out there that yeah. deserved a chance to get in that game, and they didn't get it because LSU got such a boost mm-hmm. in that last and,
0: game. Yeah. Well, that was that was just a messed up year. That year, both Kentucky and Indiana made bowl games. Yeah. It's. Uh,
1: uh, I mean, you're gonna have years like that, and that's why yeah. it, it it'll be interesting. I think that this probably stands out a little more to me just because it's kind of the last year for the BCS, and yeah, and next year if you are defeated, you're probably gonna get a chance. So um, yeah,
0: this so especially like if the they last.
1: they get lost out if they get left out this year, they can't really complain next year <laughs> anymore.
0: So. Yeah, definitely, because they will. I mean, outside of maybe a team like uh, like Auburn, if they beat Alabama, or maybe if Baylor goes undefeated and also Stanford does, mm-hmm. like you wouldn't see... I mean, the teams that are in the top four are those that probably deserve to be in that playoff.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. So, um, it, and and it's, uh, it, I think what also it's going to do is it's going to make teams' schedule tougher.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Because they're still going to use some kind of... Uh, like ranking, Good. like computer plus human power, oh, yeah, Usually definitely. the the strength of schedule really factors into that. That's why Alabama's so far up there. Oh yeah. Um, and and I think uh, that you you're gonna have to schedule schedule better out of conference games. Um, oh. and like like next year our first game is against Alabama. Oh nice. So. I You know, I'd rather hit them next year when they have a brand new quarterback than, than this year, but <laughs> yeah. it's still going to be probably a massacre. So uh, it, you'll see more stuff like that. You'll see more really ridiculously huge games where you've got, like, the number one team playing the other number one team from yeah, out west definitely.
0: or whatever. So You see that so early in the season, that could just ruin a season. Oh,
1: no, yeah. I mean, you look at Virginia Tech, they've had to work their way way back since that Alabama loss, and you yeah. would have thought, like, no, it wouldn't have impacted them that much. But I really do think it hurt them at the beginning of the season. Like, yeah. they they just lost all their confidence. Mm-hmm. And and then, I mean, even last week they lost to Duke, so.
0: Yeah, well, that <laughs> happened to Georgia. They played Clemson that first yeah. week. They were championship contenders, like, at the beginning of the year, people thought, and then just... Yeah, well they'd, they'd fallen off they well, would 25.
1: if they would have run their schedule undefeated, they would have clearly had the toughest schedule in the country, yeah, definitely like just not even close um but I mean, that's why you saw them with a couple losses and still being highly yeah. ranked because the teams they lost to were pretty good, yeah, and they still beat l s so. u yeah, they did um <laughs> let's see, and they had tons of injuries. It's really like they've been playing. Scout team guys, I think on offense. Yeah,
0: oh yeah, Georgia and both Georgia and Florida last week was like crazy (laughs) because like half of those teams are both like second string. Oh yeah, just their best players have all been injured.
1: The um, so uh, the question I was going to ask is, um, if Ohio State does end up getting the national championship, who do you think they play?
0: Uh, that's a good question. If I had to guess right now.
1: I'd say Florida State because they
0: seem like they have the least losable games, but then again, they're Florida State, so they could just, you know, shit the bed at
1: any yeah. point. <laughs> I mean, like the other problem you run into with that is how many people are going to complain if there's not an SEC team in the national championship, oh, yeah. regardless of what the record is. Yeah, because if many, Alabama... many people would argue a one-loss Alabama team is deserves it more than ohio state
0: yeah i'd say that i think if you look at baylor if they run the schedule like their schedule they'll jump ohio state yeah because nobody talks about oklahoma state they're a lot better than a lot of people think they are yeah and if they can beat oklahoma state they'll move up and then texas is obviously much better than their first two games would. Yeah,
1: everyone's giving Oklahoma State a lot of crap for losing to us on the road. Yeah. But it's, it's, a hard, it's a hard road game. Like, I, yeah. I don't know why they're... It, and it was earlier. If it had happened later, then I can understand. But it yeah. happened a while ago, a couple Stuff weeks like that. ago. There, so. there are
0: places in the Big 12 you don't go in yeah. as a good team and expect to come out with a victory. Just, just black holes. Like, Texas Tech is definitely that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kansas State, you don't go in there. Probably is the better team to expect to win a yeah. lot of
1: times. Um, but like, yeah, I, it it is a really hard thing to think about because you've got to feel like, in order for that all to happen, that like Florida State and Baylor would have lost. Yeah. And then that's how I could see Ohio State actually getting in.
0: Yeah. Because yeah, that would that would have to take they would have to be the only undefeated.
1: Yeah, I mean it really it really would be, and um, I mean I guess at that point then then Alabama could be undefeated yeah. or have a loss. Like I think
0: well, I think if you have if a one they, loss
1: Florida State, one loss Baylor, one loss uh, Alabama, then Alabama goes yeah. ahead of them. But at the same time, if they lose to Auburn,
0: I think you're going to pick Auburn over Alabama for that.
1: Yeah. Uh yeah, that probably makes sense too.
0: And then Stanford's also in there, so.
1: Yeah. I mean <laughs> I mean, well that's kind of the thing, is it? Um if you if you actually have that one loss team, even though the loss would be later, mm-hmm. um like if Alabama lost and then won the SEC championship, you got to think they're going to get that classic boost over Stanford.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Um which really I mean it's just kind of crazy that Stanford lost that game like I Yeah to Utah I, they I should can't, they should be up there. <laughs> really can't believe that because uh, and for the longest time this year I've been calling Stanford the Alabama of of the yeah. Pac12 because that's who they remind the, me of the most. The I program. actually I think they probably have a better defense than Alabama does. Um but they just they remind me of each other so much because of the mm-hmm. style they play on offense too. They just run the ball a lot and the quarterback is very capable, but they don't really have to throw it if they don't want to. Yeah. So.
0: I mean, they had that crazy formation where they had like more than like six or seven guys on the line.
1: Mhm.
0: And they were it wasn't even like a goal line thing. They were just pounding it against Oregon. It was amazing. Like that was about the best way you could have played Oregon.
1: Yeah, it's in a- uh, like that. I mean, it, it it really did help, I think. In a big time game, when you know your best player, the you know, Oregon's quarterback, clearly Mariota oh, yeah. not having his best game, and then also having an injury, um, what was kind of shocking is that Stanford was just dominating that game, yeah. and then they only ended up losing by like by like six, yeah, right? something like that. And I was, but I guess when you've got that much talent, <laughs> yeah, when
0: you, you when know, you're as good as you Oregon can is, sometimes I
1: mean, catch up, but yeah. Just they seem to be able to do it every year. It's, it's really interesting. Yeah, um, They've kind of figured it out. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. I, if just for the past four years, there's been at some point in November, Stanford and Oregon have played, and it has ruined one team's season. Oh, yeah. And solidified the others. Um, just in every case.
1: Yeah. <sighs> All right. Um, so our next story is – it's continuing the Richie Incognito story, um, just a little more information coming out about that and, um, how the, uh, the, the owner of the dolphins, uh, Steven Ross is going to meet with Jonathan Martin, the uh, offensive tackle who, you know, quit the team earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and mainly, you know, citing one of the reasons is because he was being like verbally abused and threatened yeah. by Richie Incognito. Um, and kind of interesting how, uh, you know, of course, Richie Incognito is making these claims that, you know, this is just kind of how they talk to each other, that they both made like racial slurs against each other and it's just how they were yeah. and that kind of thing. But I, you know, I've got to feel like, uh, if the guy left the team, yeah, there's, there's, it probably something's was, wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, you know, I mean, it's kind of, if you were asked to trust one person or the other, I feel like you're probably going to get yeah. with Jonathan Martin because Richie Incognito, as we talked about last time, he has had a long history of trouble.
0: Yeah, he's not. ever
1: since college, he's been kicked off two college teams, and now he's been kicked off an NFL team. He yeah. uh, two NFL teams, and
0: that's it, right, you're the Rams. Yeah,
1: it's just kind of yeah. um, hard to believe his words. And, um, I don't know, like, I, I just, I don't think someone just quits a team yeah. for any other reason, you know, just, I, I think that there's probably something to this, and, you know, once the owner meets with the, him and talks to him and everything, it is interesting that he doesn't want to go back on the team, too. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, that's something, If even if they offered it, he wouldn't do it, even though Richie incognito is gone, which makes you kind of wonder, there's probably more going on yeah. in that locker room, in that organization, than then we would first believe it's not just one person.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um and that that may just be the kind of how the dolphins run. I mean, football teams run
1: mm-hmm.
0: differently than everybody else. I know there are definitely teams in history that have been more accepting of a uh, just different types of players, different personalities. You look back at the like the 1980s Oakland Raiders, Mm-hmm. They had, I mean, they were great teams, but they had some guys on them like you know Kenny Stabler who, you know, would just stay up all night the night before games and party, mm-hmm. and guys like that. But they were all accepting of that, and they, you know, you can go into a, a team. There's there are definitely teams that you can say, you know, will accept you as long as you play good football, and then there are definitely teams that aren't that way. Hmm. So
1: um no i i think it's kind of interesting that uh the be, because i i feel like the owner kind of senses that there is a lot more there that he put together kind of like a a task force to help out like with this locker room and the whole organization in general to kind of um show people like you know this is how you should act in in any kind of professional organization so he got like a few, you know, a few notable names. Well, actually, they're all pretty notable Tony Dungy, Don Shula, Dan Marino, Jason Taylor, and Curtis Martin, former players, coaches, um, who are really, really respected in the profession. Um, and, you know, have been on countless, uh, you know, coach search chair kind of things, uh, helped out with a lot of things in the NFL, and, um, just, like, really important people in general um, that are going to kind of help uh, shape how they want the locker room and the organization to be. Um, because, obviously, what was going on there shouldn't be acceptable anywhere. Oh, and, yeah, um, I don't know. It's just uh, at least the, they're being proactive with this kind of thing, and they're not just getting rid of the player and pushing it under the rug because that's probably not going to fix whatever their mm-hmm. problems are. So um, interesting to see, you know, what kind of actions the organization's taking. And uh, hopefully they can kind of fix things because, again, all, you know, you got all this off-the-field stuff happening. I'm sure it's probably affecting their on-field performance because oh, it yeah. hasn't been
0: very good. Definitely. They lost to the, to the Bucks.
1: Yeah, not, not the I, – I think the expectations they probably had going in the season after – making a lot of really good trades yeah. in the offseason. They looked um, like a
0: competitor and they started out pretty well. Yeah. yeah. Um just And even even last week I read somebody on some site was like, "Huh. Uh cuz their quarterback was getting chased around. He's like, "Sort of seems like they need two more offensive linemen in there."
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I they really do and yeah. um uh it, I, but it, again, uh you know, obviously that's not the reason they're bringing Jonathan Martin in. They're they're bringing him in to talk oh, to him yeah, and definitely. try and figure things out. So, um, they they definitely do need to go get some more offensive linemen. Yeah. Um, and uh, well, kind of related to that, I was thinking like, you know, where will Jonathan Martin play if if he ends up playing in the NFL again? Um, like, is there a place you could see him fitting in? Obviously, it's he's. You know, he left the team for specific reasons and he would want to go to kind of like a welcoming place. And we don't know the inner workings of every locker room or anything like that. But if there's any place that hasn't needed offensive tackle, then, yeah, I mean, that's the first thought that comes to my mind is regardless of whatever whatever was happening there, it's, as long as he checks out and everything, I, mm. I don't see why you couldn't just pick him up because, you know, yeah. if you need one.
0: He's, yeah. He seems like he did player, and uh, there. I mean, there are obviously organizations that will uh, go for a guy like him uh, mm-hmm. if they need. Of course, if they need someone at his position, like you said. Yeah. Um. And there. I mean, there's gonna be a place for him. Oh yeah. If he wants to continue playing, he can definitely continue playing. Probably not with the uh, with the uh, the Dolphins, but yeah. There are... There will be somewhere.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I mean, you, you got to think like when you're when you're watching the Dolphins now, and it's apparent that like he was needed there. And, yeah, like it was. I, I, that's kind of probably got to be more to his credit too. Like that they they were using him and he was being successful and everything. So yeah, um, yeah. In the NFL, there's you need offensive linemen all the time. They get hurt so much. Um, oh yeah. And I I think that he'll definitely get picked up you know and and regardless of whether or not he's like searching for a job right now if you know he's probably still going through a few things oh, yeah, um, I imagine. but um i I think he'll definitely get picked up um I could say you know I would definitely pick him up and I wouldn't pick up she incognito yeah i definitely. I think that he's had way too many chances um, yeah
0: he's i I remember watching something on TV that was like that talked about how he had cleaned up his image from being the dirty Yeah, just this player.
1: past year. Yeah. That's like, what it was. Because last year, he was like one of the team captains.
0: Yeah, and they were like, yeah, no, we really believe in R- Richie Incognito, and he's going to be. We really think he's turned stuff around, but he, he just does not seem like that has been the case.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, Obviously. um,. So, um, we have the replay from last week, uh, let's see, it was starting college, Kansas State mm. played Texas Tech, and, uh, Kansas State won 49-26, to 26. Texas Yeet. Tech is just kind of collapsing.
0: Yeah, they're just on a skid, and um, that's, that's what happens.
1: And I, I don't really find it as surprising, I think, as most people, because if you looked at them in, at the beginning of the year, um... You know they weren't being picked high in the conference or anything. They had a brand new head coach who had never been a head coach before. I mean he's a really good quarterbacks yeah.
0: coach, but we. Yeah, and he—I mean—he had history at Tech. Yeah,
1: he's yeah. and he's very young. Yeah, I mean he's—I think he's one of the youngest coaches that there is. Yeah, definitely. And um, two freshman quarterbacks to pick from, so he, he didn't really. Um, know what you had there. I mean, you know last year Texas Tech started off strong and then kind of collapsed.
0: Oh yeah, definitely.
1: Um so, it was, so this is, I mean, this is actually kind of pretty similar, but you you weren't sure how long it was going to take him to get the kind of players that he wanted in there and if there if he had the players that he needed to do what he wanted to do. So they started off strong and then, you know, I think as their schedule got tougher, that's where when they started playing the tougher teams, that's when it was obvious that this this team you know, good enough to make a bowl game, but you know, yeah, not definitely. near the top just, of the Big 12. Um,
0: and you could tell for those first n- number of games, they I mean, they got pretty lucky. Uh, against TCU, they shouldn't have won that game. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched that, and there were a couple of calls that just that turned the ball over uh, to Texas Tech and gave them basically that victory. Oh, yeah. That they yeah. should not have had. But uh, And, I mean, obviously he had... Players that believed in him throughout mm-hmm. the uh, entire season, and that worked for the first seven games. That you have to see how it's going to work for him over the next yeah. couple of weeks after dropping three.
1: I mean, it was—it's kind of nice to see a new coach come in and have success like that, right? Yeah, away. immediate so,
0: success. I mean, in his I, first—I think they—I think they picked
1: seven, a pretty three. good coach. I think that's probably somebody that could you know, stick around. It's some place that he wanted to be. He wanted to go back there, so. Uh, it'll be actually. It's interesting because he left um, Texas A and M, and they took our quarterbacks coach um, oh, to yeah. to be Johnny Manziel's quarterback coach. So I'm sure he's having fun with that. Huh. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> um, I mean, who knows? It's, it's we're not. We don't know who's going to win the Heisman this year. And he's the stats he's putting up. Yeah. definitely has a shot. He
0: yeah, Manziel should probably win the Heisman, but.
1: He's not on the best team, he's, but he's probably the best player this he's year. He's definitely
0: the best player. I mean, I can't, outside of maybe uh, uh, Winston at yeah. Florida State,
1: mm-hmm. he's probably the best player. Yeah, Winston will probably, record-wise, will probably get the nod, I'd say. He's, yeah. If, and he's probably can, played in more big-time games. So.
0: Yeah, and you've definitely seen, I mean, that Alabama game with AM and Alabama that basically... That won that, him, though. That, trophy yeah year. last year it won him uh this year though it would definitely
1: dropped him a couple of oh, spots uh, yeah because mm-hmm.
0: he threw a couple those
1: interceptions passes. were costing yeah. the game basically they
0: basically lost that game on him uh to a certain extent i mean you never lose a he game gave
1: one away one, but... seven points and you can't can't do that yeah um, in
0: big games he kind of came up short this year yeah
1: um then the next game we had mississippi state they played texas a&m Mm-hmm. Um, just a shootout. Um, wasn't really expecting it.
0: Uh, yeah, definitely. would expect AM
1: to. I mean, yeah, I didn't expect <laughs> Mississippi State to score that much. But if you can run the ball, then just kind of like Texas last year, if you can run the ball, you can score on Texas A&M. <laughs> mm-hmm, definitely. Um, that's pretty evident just by watching their schedule so far. So Texas A&M wins 51-41, to 41, and Mississippi State covered. So, if you pick them, yeah, then, you, good, then you won. Good for them. Um, then we had Nebraska at Michigan. Um, yeah. Really kind of shocked how low scoring this game is because yeah. neither team really has played that much defense this year. Both both these teams are weird. The Big Ten this year is just weird. Yeah. Um, you know, Michigan, this is their second straight loss and then yeah. their third overall. So, they've been dropping games as their schedule got tougher. Um I, I really just, because anytime is involved, I expect them to give up lots of points. Yeah. Uh, so, kind I mean, of shocking there. Michigan's games, offense is really struggling, so.
0: Yeah, it was one of those games that was close, but for not not a great reason. They just kind of traded mistakes until the end.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: then Nebraska won, so. <laughs>
1: um, then we had Texas at West Virginia. I went to this game. Hmm. Um it was our first night game of the season. Like, we've had noon games. Every home game has been a noon game, which yeah, is just Yeah, it's been rough. that way
0: here, too. We, we've had, well, our first game was a night game, and then our last game was a night game. We had, like, three straight noon games, and it was awesome. Oh, man. And our next one tomorrow is a noon game as well.
1: Yeah, we play you guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay.
1: Um. The, uh, uh... Let's see. So, that game went to overtime, um... We had so many chances to end it. We we had two plays to get one yard, and we couldn't get it. Um, our, our starting quarterback got hurt. It's the uh, second series of the game. Uh, and so our last quarterback that we have on the roster had to play the rest of the game and almost won the game. Nice. <laughs> so uh, Texas uh, started off the year 0-2, I believe. Um, at the out-of-conference teams, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And then since then has, I think, won every Big 12 game they've played. Yeah. so they, Texas, They've had a... Um, yeah, yeah, the start of their, their tougher part of their schedule comes at the end of the year, just mm-hmm. like Baylor's, Oklahoma State's. Um, so, you know, they kind of snuck out there. Interesting to see Mac Brown salvaging the season. Yeah, He's definitely. probably going to get was, to come back next year.
0: I mean, he was that. out after week two. Of course, yeah. there's all there's that talk about Nick Saban, but... Uh,
1: I, I mean, that'd be a lot of money, Yeah, <laughs> I'd say, um, and I feel like, I feel like he's probably already been offered from other schools, too, oh, sure, to yeah. decline that, so, I don't know, if you he's probably know, got like, a pretty good thing going, too, yeah, so.
0: Yeah, be, being in Alabama, that's like, there's, there may be, like, one step up from that, and that's, like, Texas or yeah. Southern Cal or Notre Dame. I mean... There are you, very few other places you could go to go up from Alabama, so...
1: Yeah, I, I think he's, like... I'm going to say he's, like... Um, I think he's only lost one BCS game. Yeah. Um, and I think that was his first year at Alabama. Against yeah, Utah? Something like that. He's, um, a,
0: he's a great coach. Oh, uh,
1: yeah, really good coach. He's actually from... Um, I want to say, like, 20 minutes away from here. Uh,
0: really?
1: Huh. Him, Rich Rodriguez, and, um... Florida State's coach. Oh,
0: really? Yeah, they're I mean, all from... Fisher, yeah. yeah.
1: They're all really good friends, and they grew up together. This is weird. <laughs> all these coaches... Um... And let's see... Uh, and actually, uh, one of the bowding kids, too. Oh, yeah. He went to uh, high school here. Um... Let's see. Uh, then we had LSU at Alabama. Um, not as close as last year. Not as fun yeah. as last year. It was
0: pretty close for a while. And then Alabama just kind of ran away with it.
1: Yeah, that. I mean, that's just kind of what they do. They kind of just uh, grind you out until you can't really play with them anymore. Um, and they covered spread there. Um, we had Notre Dame at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh with the upset. Yeah, Pitt. Um pulling that off. yeah. I, I'm not sure how many wins they have this year. If they're, I guess they could still get into a bowl game, I think, if they won their last two, or... I'm not really sure, but what it yeah. does is it knocks Notre Dame out of the BCS picture, even though it was kind of ridiculous to think that still mm-hmm. was a possibility. But now they're just... Uh, I mean, they still get a really good bowl selection because they have yeah. a lot of good tie-ins, but um, they'll have to wait until next year to try again for yeah, and that opens up a spot that you wouldn't have had to
0: give to Notre Dame that you could give to like a uh, like a Northern Illinois or someone yeah. like that.
1: I mean, there there's more of a possibility now that um, you know Northern Illinois could also get in because oh, yeah. you, you've got a feeling that Fresno State's definitely going to get in the way yeah. they're playing. Um, uh, but you, I don't know. For the longest time, I was I kept forgetting that. Um, the new Big East, like, gets this still gets a yes, yeah. bid this year for the it's last probably year. Probably gonna be Central Florida. That's what I'm thinking too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Louisville was a heavy favorite to win that conference, yeah. but I think Central Florida is the best team in that conference Definitely. by far. Um, they, I mean, they almost beat South Carolina earlier this year, so yeah, I mean, <laughs> pretty impressive. Yeah, was it their quarterback back, uh, Lake Portals? I love that name. That is a great name for the quarterback. Um All right, then for the extra point we had UCLA at Arizona. Um pretty close game. I I mean like I guess I guess Vegas kind of knew something on this yeah. one, but um it just uh you know Arizona can score. They've got probably one of the better running backs in the conference in the country. Um yeah, and then um but the story they came out of this game and I had to immediately flip to it when I saw it on Twitter. Was uh, UCLA's freshman linebacker running for over 100 yards? Nice in this game. Um, they just
0: put him in at running backer.
1: I guess that they had been moving him over there because they had like some death trouble there. Oh and, yeah, that's right. Um, just I mean, you do not kind of you do not see this kind of stuff. In major college football yeah definitely not um i mean it's it's smaller schools where the scholarships are limited and stuff sometimes you do still have players playing mm. on both sides but really it's uh and it's usually situational they had him in there every single play early in the game
0: yeah
1: well and he was having amazing breaking long runs and stuff and you know, I, I feel like after watching that, he probably has more of a future there <laughs> at running back than at lineback.
0: Oh, I'm sure, yeah.
1: Um, and I'm trying, I can't remember what his name is, but he, I think, I want to say he was maybe recruited at Texas, but, yeah. like, you know, the number of running backs they have there, he'd probably be, like, a bench player, but here he is, like, shining in this game. <laughs> um, so there's a really interesting kind of funny story that came from that game. Um <laughs> Which didn't really have too many headlines. So you see like getting back on track after, yeah, yeah, brutal after a brutal schedule. <laughs> I mean yeah. playing, you know, the best teams basically back to back. Um but uh let's see I went three and four this past week. Um, I'm so. not sure how I went. <laughs> well, you are the spinja leader. I am. Yes. Yeah. At thirty and sixteen, so that's pretty impressive.
0: It's better um, than last year, so
1: yeah. Um I have no idea. I want to say it. whatever I am is just awful. I'm probably <laughs> just barely over 500. Um, all right, then we have the uh, NFL games from last week. We had Detroit at Chicago. Detroit just continues to impress me. <laughs> yeah, week. it's... uh and they that, might Steelers be the Steelers got to play team. them this week. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man. Um you know, you know. Everybody expected Chicago to be pretty good this year, but besides a lot of the comeback wins they've had, um, which have been pretty impressive, they just not what everybody was expecting from them. But Detroit much better than anybody expected. Yeah, definitely. Winning close games, blowing a few teams out, just their offense looks so good. At sometimes, um, you know, Megatron is Megatron. Reggie Bush looks like he's in college again. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um it's just uh impressive to watch there. Um and really their defense has played a lot better this year too. So um kind of crazy to think that you know they are in the lead in their division. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean I, I mean I guess that when you think about it if you get past Green, Green Bay it's kind of like you could pretty much take that division. So um interesting. I'm sure yeah. Pete's happy about that. <laughs> Um, I guess in the year that the Browns are having such a good year that the, of course, Detroit's going to have a good year too. Um, we have Philadelphia at Green Bay, and of course, Green Bay dropping those games that they probably shouldn't.
0: Yeah. Well, without, a at home, a that's what
1: surprises me the most. They're usually so hard to beat at home. Um, and Philadelphia, you know, figuring things out a little bit more on offense. Yeah. Do you think that that's kind of who their quarterback's going to be? No, who's that? Well, they're. um... I'm trying to think what his name is. Wallace. I want to say he played. Where did he play? I want to say he played at like Arizona, or Arizona State.
0: For oh, I'm sorry, which?
1: Uh, for Philadelphia.
0: Oh, for Phil. Oh, Nick Foles. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I thought we were talking about Seneca Wallace for no. a second. Um, but. I mean, um, I mean, he's he's definitely the guy for them. Yeah. Um. Hey, he's not, I mean, having, like, however many touchdowns he threw that one week, that's crazy. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's definitely the guy. I mean, I think Vic was probably, I mean, Vic's definitely a better player, but I think Foles is better for the system.
1: Yeah, you think, like, probably over time, like, you know, I mean, that's the kind of thing. He's still, he's been there for a little bit, but it's, you know, kind of, if he can learn the offense better and that kind of thing... You know, put put on more weight because he needs
0: to put on more weight. Yeah, definitely.
1: He's just like really long and slender, um, but you know, sometimes it's really good to be tall quarterback. I just think that uh, he just needs to get more seasoned and conditioned. Um, mm-hmm. But it looks like you know he could definitely run that offense, and I think that's yeah. probably the most important thing. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how Chip Kelly adjusts that offense because obviously it's going to be different next year once he figures out what was working for him and what wasn't. Um but, you know, it's interesting to see how one injury can just completely yeah. change Green Bay's season. Like Definitely. Because it, it, you know, at a certain point, Aaron Rodgers was basically, you know, in the quarterback rankings and everything, having the best year of everybody, which is crazy to think because you've still got Brady out there, you've still got Peyton Manning having crazy year. You've got Andrew Luck having a ridiculous year. Oh yeah. Um but he was playing better than everybody else. Yeah. I mean, even Drew Brees. It's uh, so hopefully you know they can do whatever they need to to get him healthy again. Cause he's they're just a completely different team without. Yeah, them.
0: definitely. It reminds me of uh the, the year before the Colts got Andrew Luck mm-hmm. after uh, uh after Peyton Peyton got injured. Yeah. They just didn't know what to do with themselves. It's yep,
1: just It's pretty similar. Looks like that. Um we had Cincinnati at Baltimore. I was hoping Cincinnati could pull this one out.
0: (laughs) I was watching that. I thought they could, but they just couldn't.
1: Yeah, well you know, Baltimore showing a little fight. They obviously not years not going how they wanted it to go after winning the Super Bowl. Um they just lost so many players in the off season and they've had injuries. Um but you still you know, winning a division game is important. So um, they won that in overtime. Uh, Then we had uh, the Carolina Panthers at the Niners. Mm -hmm. 10 Just Just such a – these defenses are – I mean, I don't know. If you look at maybe besides the Chiefs, probably the two other best defenses in the NFL. Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, Carolina's better than a lot of people are thinking they're going to be. Well,
1: I think what a lot of people thought about them is that their front seven – looked like it was going to be one of the better ones in the NFL. Yeah. And um, Because they went out and got really good linebackers. Um, But then what people weren't sure about is the offense because they weren't sure if Cam Newton was, you know, the quarterback that they wanted him to be. But, he's, I mean, when you've got a defense that good, you don't really have to do that much sometimes. So, you know, if they can just keep running the ball, which is, you know, for the past so many years, they had that two-headed running back combo that was really good. And, um, I don't know, it's just they've got such a good defense this year and, I mean, anytime that you can go to San Francisco and win a game, it's really big because I still think they're solid. I still think San Francisco is a good team. Mm. Um, Their defense is playing really well. Um, Just offensively is where they've been struggling. Um, We had Dallas at New Orleans. Um, Anytime you go... (laughs) to New Orleans I kind of feel like it's becoming a thing now where maybe you could win you know you might need like a really big comeback Um, but uh, usually they just roll over you
0: yeah New (laughs) Orleans is and they're kind of paying back for the terrible season they had last year
1: oh yeah it's kind of them against the NFL Mm
0: -hmm. it's like Um, the the Patriots where the the, that year they went undefeated
1: yeah um, and I, I, it's just like you, you go there, especially if it's night too, it's just, uh, they really, really, I've seen some Monday night games there where they've just kind of, the game was over in the first quarter. Um, yeah. it, it's, it's a hard place to play, but then they also play so much better indoors. Um, yeah, that
0: is, that is an indoor team there. Yeah, Drew
1: um, so when everything's, when everything's really clicking on their offense, it's hard to stay with them at all and mm-hmm. uh, I mean it's what happened um, you know especially when there's you know your best defensive player on Dallas is hurt and he's playing hurt Yeah, uh, he can I mean he can barely he's trying but he can barely get to the quarterback it's uh, I think I think they didn't really have a chance um, in that one I, you've got to get lots of pressure on Drew Brees in order to be successful against them Pretty much. Um,
0: that, that's the only way you be in
1: we had Miami at Tampa Bay, and we talked about that earlier. Tampa Bay beats them, and Miami's season just looking worse and worse. Yeah. As it goes on, you know, on the field, off the field. Um, so, hopefully they can change some things off the field. Um,
0: hopefully, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I went 2-4, and four, so, woo. <laughs> <laughs> and actually... Your friend, Ben. Oh yeah. It's ten and eight. And he, he just started I think he just started doing this a couple weeks ago, I wanna say. Um so yeah, congrats to Ben.
0: We're all we're all playing for you, Ben. <laughs> uh
1: I was I, I keep saying if it was like baseball he would be doing even better probably. <laughs> <laughs> um so we have this week's games. Um Let's see. We start off in college with Syracuse at Florida state and the spread is 39 <laughs> points. Nice. So, um, it's kind of, uh, like I, I didn't even like, I went through this earlier and I like was picking my teams and stuff. I didn't even pick it. I was like, this is going to have to be like a, as it happens kind of thing, because yeah. I didn't know I was <laughs> like Florida state is really good compared to all the other teams and, in their conference, and Syracuse is pretty bad this yeah. year, but that you know, that's almost 40 points, yeah. and that's a crazy spread. That, um, honestly, I don't think
0: it's crazy to think that they could do it, though.
1: No, you, you think that they can... You think, you think that they'll keep Jameis Winston in the game enough to score that many points?
0: It, I don't even know. I mean, if they keep him in long enough, I think, like... If they're not winning by... Because when's it acceptable to take them out? Like, midway through the third quarter? Mm. If they're out by 40, then I don't think they're going to go any further down. So, I wouldn't be surprised.
1: So, would you say you're going to take Florida State? I would. Alright. I think I'll probably go with Florida State, too. They, um... They're just... They're so, 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 so much more talented than every other team in their Yeah. Clemson is supposed to be the second-best team, and they they beat them by the end of the first quarter. Yeah, they were. Um, so if they play like they should, they should beat every team comfortably left on their schedule, even whoever they play in the, the, champion, the ACC championship game. Mm. But I don't know. It just seems like every other year, and I don't know if maybe that's because they you know, they've had some good quarterbacks, but they've never had a quarterback who's playing at this kind of level. Yeah. Like, I mean, even in the first half of that Miami game, he was having – I mean, he was being outplayed by Miami's quarterback. And he comes out in the second half and just – I don't think – I don't want to say – I don't know if he threw an incomplete pass
0: yeah, in the second I mean,
1: half. Um. And, I mean, they probably could have just run the ball and beat them. I mean – and so uh, you know, it's it's really interesting to to see how much more talented that team is. And so we've set up these like ridiculous expectations for them mm-hmm. because with any other sc- schedule, you know, we'd say, oh, well, maybe they could lose this or this. But it just it seems like it's all set up for them to to win. Yeah, I mean. I, I can't think of how awful that would be if, if they lost like to Duke or something yeah. at the end
0: of the year. It feels, like, it feels like the least likely, but also somehow the most likely.
1: Yeah. I, I think it's just because of the expectations that we've gotten with them in the past. Because yeah. I've been full ready to send them to the national championship in the past. But what's kept me from doing that, especially when I do like preseason picks, is that they always find a way to screw
0: up. Yeah, they always find a way to lose them and Clemson.
1: Yeah. And I and yeah. I think it'll be interesting to see just Because uh, what I was thinking is as they played tougher teams, their quarterback would look like a freshman.
0: Yeah. But he, hasn't, he hasn't, yeah
1: at all. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I'd say that they could probably win that game by sixty points and yeah. and you know, probably still sit him in the fourth quarter. So um Gonna go with Florida State. Uh then we have Michigan and Nebraska. Um, I think it's uh almost seven six and a half point spread mm. um in favor of Michigan State. Um I think I'm gonna go with Michigan State.
0: Yeah. I Michigan State's probably the best team in the big ten.
1: Yeah. Um probably overall the best defense that I've seen this year. Yeah. Um I mean I'd say probably the best scoring defense i have seen this year yeah, too. Certainly. They uh, they can earlier in the year they had more defensive touchdowns than offensive touchdowns, but as the year went on, their quarterback back got better, mm-hmm. um, and now they're actually figuring things out on offense. Um, and I think that's kind of bad for everybody else left on their schedule. Um, I think you know if they you know get the chance to play Ohio State, that could probably be a pretty good game. Like, I I think Ohio State's probably got enough talent, um, offensively to press that defense. But, um, and Nebraska's got some guys, you know, on offense that are fast, but they, I think they run too much option. <laughs> I think that Nebraska, I think uh, Michigan State's not going to fall, fall for that, any of that at all. They're not going to let them run the ball at all. And, uh, and they're getting better offensively, so I think they'll be able to score more than a touchdown on them. And I, th- I what I'm saying is they could win seven <laughs> zero.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> and still
1: cover the spread, so it's a good, I'd say it's good good idea to go with Michigan State.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, then we have Oklahoma State at Texas. Um, lots and lots of people picking Texas in this one. Yeah, um, I, I think
0: they're on a roll. I think this yeah,
1: is the, this um,
0: is the one that solidifies them.
1: I think I'm actually gonna go with Oklahoma State actually, uh, and it's because over the past couple of weeks, Oklahoma State's offense is looking better and better to me. To begin the year, they were beating teams by playing better defense, and um, you know, like twenty-one-three that kind of thing. Um, but now they've started scoring more points. Um, and, and I think, especially after watching... I thought Texas' defense was gotten better over the, as the season went on. I feel like what it was is they maybe were just playing with a little more effort. Yeah. Um, and then after watching them last week, their defense is not very good. Mm-hmm. I We had the last quarterback on our roster in, and, and he was moving the ball against them. And I think Oklahoma State their run game has really improved throughout the season that is still Texas's weakness. I think if you can run the ball successfully we can't really run the ball successfully but I think if you can you're gonna be able to run all over them. I think yeah. it's kind of the same thing like last year um, and, and that I, I mean that's the reason I'm going with them I also like I feel like if you've I think playing at Texas is a very overrated place to play. <laughs> Because, um, like, I have a lot of friends that went there for the game last year. They were surprised how quiet it was. They thought with that many people, it would be louder. Um, it's a nice yeah. place to go. The tailgates are great and everything. I just don't think they have the same kind of home field advantage of a lot of the other teams in the Big 12. Which is surprising, because it's a big place. Yeah. <laughs> there's lots of people, so... Um, I'm gonna go with Oklahoma State. I think that they, I like their quarterback more than I like Texas's quarterback, um, and I think they're playing well. now, you know, well enough now, and they're kind of focused. They want to get to that Baylor game undefeated, you know, um, and I, I, I think just, I think maybe if last week I probably would have picked Texas. Mm. I think I've just been so impressed with how Oklahoma State's playing now that I'm gonna go with them. Yeah,
0: I I understand that and I I actually got to see Oklahoma State in person last week. Mm-hmm. And uh they can score on any play. Granted that's against the Kansas defense.
1: Well, yeah, it's I I think what's impressive about them is their their kickoff and punt return. Um yeah, the past scored, couple weeks they've had just the amazing like kickoff returns. Um and I think that's a big difference too. Te- Texas special teams didn't seem really like anything special to me. So, um I think that could be a huge I think that could pretty much decide the game. Is a big punt return or something like that. Yeah. Um and I, so I think, you know, probably right now Texas is going to have to outscore Oklahoma State in that game. And and that's the only reason. I mean, that's probably the main reason I'm going with Oklahoma State. Um then we have Georgia at Auburn. got, you know, Georgia's team that's still really beat up on offense. Yeah. Um, And then Auburn who was not supposed to win this many games, according to a lot of people. Um, But really, just doing it by running the ball well. Yeah, they weren't supposed
0: to be as good as they have been, but they, I mean, they've had the talent and they're not that far removed from the talent that comes in after you win a national championship. Yeah. So, um, they can win I think they can win this game obviously yeah. uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they win out I mean I would be surprised if they beat Alabama but if they mm-hmm. I mean I wouldn't be surprised all that much
1: Yeah It's a rivalry you know yeah. so they'll be motivated Um Yeah I think I'm going to go with Auburn too um you know their run game has been really really good I mean by any team's standards and uh, especially you'd be running on uh, some of the teams that they have run the ball so well on that we we thought they had a few of them had better run defenses. Obviously Texas A&M doesn't, so they yeah. totally took advantage of that. But um, it seems like they've been able to run the ball against everybody, and um, so I I I think Georgia's struggled a little bit on defense with that, and uh, I, I don't I don't really think there's uh, enough talent on the field left for georgia to keep up in a shootout definitely Uh, i think earlier in the season this probably would have been a better game because auburn wouldn't have figured themselves out offensively as much and georgia would have more of their starting players so um I i think i expected that georgia defense to get better as the season went on but it really didn't improve enough compared to how much they lost offensively so yeah I, I think four points at home, easy. I, yeah. I'd say I wouldn't be surprised if they won by two touchdowns. So, um, then we have Alabama at Mississippi State. Yeah, this a, one. There's a reason Alabama. that it's the the spread is twenty four and a half. Um, Mississippi State, um, you know, while su- surprising, I guess, in a way that they. Competed with Texas A&M so long last week. Um, It's uh, I mean Texas A&M has given up a lot of points to a lot of teams, even you know the first teams they played at the beginning of the year. Um, I I I don't you know Alabama basically kind of. I feel like these teams with less talent they kind of just sit on them, like in the second or third quarter, and they barely get the ball. They 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 keep you off the field and keep your defense on the field and just pound the ball at you mm-hmm. And then they hit you over the top with play action. I um I, you know, it was kind of like when we were watch I was watching the old Miss game and everybody thought that that old Miss had a chance. They didn't even have a chance in that game.
0: Yeah, I know. They... And
1: they are way more talented than the <laughs> other team from Mississippi. Um so I yeah, I I feel comfortable with taking Alabama regardless of it being like a 25 point spread. I, I think that that you know they could win by thirty, and probably, you know, not even have their starting offense out there the whole game.
0: Yeah, that yeah, I have no doubt that Alabama's going to win that.
1: <laughs> mm. um, then we have Stanford at USC, kind of interesting here. Yeah. Um, same spread, tw- you know, twenty-four yeah. and a half for Stanford. Um, which is interesting because um, I, th- I want to say that these are probably like the two best defenses in the Pac-12 going against yeah. each other. Um, I think maybe statistically USC might actually have the best defense or something like that. But Stanford, you know, we think probably overall is a much better defense. Um, I, maybe it's a rush defense. That might be what it is. Yeah. Um, it, because basically to this point, uh, you know, really the only thing that we were would talk about with USC was their defense was all right. Like, um, besides that, there wasn't really much to put on in the season. And obviously they've had the coach fired. and Yeah. Um, and kind of having a little bit of success since that happened. Yeah, Orgeron's
0: been turning it around.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, really the team that we all want to talk about, Stanford, because they just came off probably... You know, one of the, the biggest, basically the win that is going to keep Oregon out of the national championship um, and kind of change the whole national championship picture for everybody else. Um, and, you know, it's it's interesting to watch that, go back, see what they did in that game, uh, just basically manhandled Oregon up front. Yeah, I mean, that's they, what they, It seems like they do that to everyone. They did it to UCLA, they they do it to Washington. They do it to all the teams that they play, who you know have some talent. Um, and I feel like they're going to do it again to USC. Yeah. I, I I don't. You know, USC might de- defensively give them a little bit of trouble, like not let them run the ball as much as they want to. But I think that I think Stanford's quarterback is more than capable. Uh, he was really highly recruited, I want to say, out of Virginia. Um, you know, he kind of reminds you of a few of the other quarterbacks they've had there before. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, obviously not as poised as Andrew Luck, but he has some of the same mechanics. I mean, he can do some of the same things. And uh, really, when when they're struggling to run the ball, he seems to be able to get them the first downs they need. Usually they don't need that many because their defense is so good. Yeah, he's... So, Um, But it it is interesting to see the spread that high in a game that would look like it's going to be like a defensive battle kind of thing. And it's at USC. Um, The reason I don't like I actually think I'm going to take USC with this this one. I don't have a problem with it either because I think a 14 point win for Stanford is, you know, they don't really win by style points. They just kind of just win games and it's still impressive. Um, I think they could very well shut USC down. USC could like barely score in this one, and they could still win. Like still I don't know, by less than like twenty-one time. to three yeah. or something like that. And I think that's completely fine. But I just think that asking for twenty-five is a little.
0: Yeah, I don't think they win by that much.
1: Um, and then for the extra point, um, for people that uh don't have, you know, a team to pick in their game. We have Houston at Louisville, um, and I believe that Louisville is favored by 15 and a half. Yeah. Um, so I want to say, Houston's only lost maybe like two games, something like that? Mm-hmm. And then. I think so. I think Louisville's lost two, right? Louisville's only lost one, I think. I thought they lost to South Florida.
0: <laughs> no, that's to
1: Central Florida. I don't oh, know they... Okay, because I thought that, well, Sense. I thought that they, for some reason, I thought that they dropped another one after that big game.
0: Hmm.
1: I was thinking that they did. Maybe they didn't. Um, but, uh, this, I mean, this game's still important for Louisville. I mean, if they want to still have a chance at getting to, you know, getting the automatic bid for their conference, they've got to keep winning, um... Houston's one of those teams that had a lot of success when they were in a different conference. No, you're right. Louisville is still 8-1. And, yeah. um, and then I, I think Houston might be 7-2.
0: Okay.
1: Something like that. Um, so, I mean, it's a, kind of a big game for both teams. Um, obviously, you've got a I'd say next to Central Florida, these are probably the two teams that are competing for the, the automatic bid. Um Let's see, it's at home for Louisville. And I you know, I still think I still think Louisville's probably got the most talented quarterback in the conference. Yeah. Um you know, probably
0: in the 50, country.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's fifteen, fifteen and a half. Um so a little over two touchdowns. I'll say it I'll give it to them at home. I'll I'll say maybe they could win the game by seventeen twenty, something like that. Yeah. I'd say that. And then we have um, our extra points. Yeah. So yours is the same as mine, right? Ooh, Yeah. All right. So we have West Virginia at Kansas. Uh, West Virginia favored by six and a half. So yeah, just a good old noon game start. Yep. (laughs) And so is that, that's 10 o'clock your time? 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock your time. So um, even earlier. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man, that must be fun to get up for. It's uh, not. <laughs> um, I think I don't know. I think I'm just gonna I'm gonna go with West Virginia. We need to win our last two games to get to a bowl game, um, and got to win by seven. Yeah. To cover it. Um, let's see. I think then we have Iowa State at home. Um, so that would actually make people probably come to that last game if we won, <laughs> because then it would be like worth something. Um, let's see. Have you, who have you guys, who did you play out of conference?
0: Out of conference, it was like Rice, um, Louisiana Tech, and South Dakota. Okay. Which oh. is about the easiest schedule. Who,
1: who were you playing whenever, whenever your coach went for the or tried to go for it on the punt.
0: That fake punt that was Texas Tech.
1: But you were like he was on his own yeah,
0: that was um
1: s- I could not figure out what he was doing there. N-
0: neither could anybody else. Uh and I think I think he tried to give a reason for it and it was like they tried to, you know, I think he tried to pin it like on the punter himself
1: a bad snap or something like like
0: it was oh well, i if think he the
1: punter, punter
0: saw something, dis- something
1: oh if they line up uh, yeah a lot of punters are taught to if they're line up line up a certain way but and they're in a certain area of the field to try that but i don't think that yeah. falls into the area of the field You would yeah through. i because I, after that they like the other team scored like two touchdowns and mm-hmm so much time, and it was because of that. Like, that's yeah, what that,
0: started the whole thing. That game was really close for the first quarter, and then after that, it, that just got the ball rolling, and they yeah,
1: have back. Yeah, and, I read a thing about, you know, how he's, like, trying to help them, like, win quarters at a time. Like, they won, like, the third quarter yeah. last week or something. Which, I mean, like, obviously it's a good it's a good motivational kind of thing for them. Yeah. Like, you know, try and get them fired up for... A certain part of the game, Um, but they're not winning games. Yeah, I mean, obviously he he needs to he needs to find a better way to recruit because Mm. I'm sure their Kansas State is stealing like all the in-state like high highly ranked players, and um, you've also got all those Texas schools taking a lot of the Texas talent. Um, You got other teams from all over the country taking the talent from there. Um, it, so do you have any idea like where they recruit or in the past where they've recruited? Do they do they um, recruit in-state talent or? They
0: get who they can in-state, but not many people come from in-state. Okay. You've had about, because the good players who come out of Wichita typically go down to the Oklahoma schools, mm-hmm. um, or K-State. Um, so a lot of what Kansas gets, uh, they get out of Texas.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, they get a lot of people from Texas. I think they're, most of their best players have come from there. Um, there have been a couple of guys. We had a receiver a couple of years ago who was from Hutchison, Kansas. He was really good. Hmm. Um, we had one of our best receivers was from Wichita, and, but that was like 10 years ago. Hmm. But you don't, yeah, you don't see a lot of in-state guys just because there isn't that much that comes out of in-state. I mean, we've had maybe... One really good player to come to like the NFL from Kansas, and that's like uh, Darren Sproles, and that's in the past like ten years. So oh,
1: okay, um, no, he was a really good player. Um, yeah, but uh, I don't know. He like, was at K State. What the thing that I always wondered about uh, Kansas and like Kentucky is that like I I always wondered if uh, they like if there's a player out there who's, like, maybe not interested in playing basketball, but interested in, like, the basketball recruiting and seeing and that kind of thing. If they ever use that to advantage, because I feel like they're so dominant in basketball, like, both those schools, that yeah. it's, like, I feel like there's got to be some way to work that into recruiting.
0: <laughs> maybe. <laughs> like,
1: maybe. I don't know. She... It's just, like, it's ridiculous how dominant they are Actually, in basketball. Actually,
0: yeah, well, a funny story. Kentucky had a guy who's one of their players now on their basketball team who came out of my uh
1: mm-hmm.
0: my my like my high school district. Uh mm. and he was uh, they got him as a basketball player, he's like a power forward or something. But he was one of the best receivers in football in the state that year.
1: Oh, hmm. Dual sport players. Hmm. Interesting. Mhm. Oh. Yeah.
0: yeah. But I, I I don't think he actually plays football for him. But uh,
1: well on on the basketball related note, note I just wanted to ask you. So um, like how tough is it to get tickets?
0: It's really hard. You yeah. gotta camp out. Um, my hmm. roommate does. I don't because uh, I get free tickets because I'm in the band.
1: Uh, oh, so do you do, like is, pet band stuff?
0: I don't. But like they give. Like for like, student athlete passes, and I guess it technically counts as a student athlete pass.
1: That's nice, because I mean, then then you'll get to you'll get to see all the like big name. I mean, because with them, it's like the big name players are like the freshmen, basically. Yeah. So you get to like see all see all those kids that they're talking about. And yeah. Obviously, definitely. there's one that everybody's talking about this it's, year. It's fun
0: being here, um, when you. It's just so fun atmosphere, because you know it's going to be most of those guys' only years.
1: Oh, yeah. like I mean, it's kind of the same thing with Kentucky. I, I know people that work there and that kind of thing, and they, they say it's just completely, like... They they say it's, like, even more intense than, like, Duke is about all their stuff. Um, So, which is pretty crazy, because I've seen what it's like at Duke, and it's <laughs> insane. Yeah. So, um... That's interesting. Um... So then we're going to go on to NFL Week 11 games this week. Uh, we got Detroit at Pittsburgh, only a one-point spread mm-hmm. in favor of Detroit, I believe.
0: Yeah, I think um, it, yeah I'm going to take Detroit there. It, That's
1: a good pick, I'd say. Steelers are just really struggling this year. Um, and uh, Detroit's not. I mean... They're in a really good position right now, and uh, they got to keep winning to keep that up. I I think even if they lost, they'd probably still be pretty comfortable. Um, It's, uh, you know, especially with Green Bay ailing from not having their quarterback like that. um, Detroit making the playoffs definitely a possibility. And the the way they're playing, I mean, you got to think that they could maybe win two or three games. I like I feel like if they got in the playoffs I'd be comfortable with taking them two or three games in. I mean, they're just uh playing pretty solid all around.
0: Mm. Yeah, there doesn't seem to be that much of yeah, a problem. I I, I was them.
1: yeah, I was trying to think the other day, like what is it that I don't really like about them, but uh I couldn't really think of anything because yeah, uh, I, I think they got a really good combo there with uh reggie bush and megatron um kind of complement each other um you know if it, if they send him down the middle then you know someone might try and double cover him and i feel i think anytime you're not double covering megatron you're just asking for it <laughs> like yeah uh, uh, triple coverage maybe <laughs> uh let's see then we we've got cleveland at cincinnati uh, Cleveland playing much better this year. Cincinnati finally coming on like we thought they would. Obviously, mm. they lost last week, but they're finally okay. playing like uh, at least a lot better. It's so weird because at the beginning of the season, they were fo- supposed to just kind of sweep that division uh, besides Baltimore. I mean, all, obviously, people thought Baltimore would be better <laughs> than they are, but they still thought Cincinnati would be better because – they made so many great off-season acquisitions. Um, that defense was supposed to be ridiculous. And um, they're just just—they're coming on a lot better. I still think that they're more talented than Cleveland. Cleveland's having a little bit better year, but I don't think they have the right quarterback in now. Uh, it really hurts them that they got that injury. Um, so I, I think I'm going to take Cincinnati at home. Uh, they're favored by five and a half.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'd said Cleveland, uh, just because after last week, I'm not sure how Cincinnati's going to come back if they mm-hmm. still Whedon at quarterback. I'm pretty sure they're not going to do too well, Cleveland. Yeah. But uh, it, this feels more like a game that is just kind of a toss up, and yeah. I just I think Cleveland is just kind of getting lucky. So. All
1: right, um, let's see. Then we have uh, Washington at Philadelphia, kind of a rematch from the beginning of the year. Where I think what Philadelphia just what won like thirty five seven yeah. or something crazy like that. Um you know, Washington's obviously won a few games since then mm. but um I still think Philadelphia's playing much better. Um everybody was expecting Washington's defense to be better this year and it's just terrible. Yeah. Um and uh you know I think I think you know, in that that close division, um, I, you know Philadelphia. I think they could win again, again, and uh, kind of pull a little bit closer. It's just that division's so messed up. Um, <laughs> I half the time you don't really know. It's kind of just whoever's playing the best of the time is who mm-hmm. I go with. Yeah, it'll um, be
0: crazy end of the year just to see who comes out
1: yeah I mean it, it, every, I think everybody wants Dallas to take that spot, but anytime they play anybody outside their division they just get their butts kicked um so I don't know it'll be it'll be interesting to to see that at the end of the year I'm gonna take Philadelphia for by three and a half
0: yeah I think I'm taking Philadelphia as well mm-hmm. I don't know if uh it's not like a definitive yeah <laughs> I think they'll
1: win. And that'll be the game that Robert Griffin the Third hat comes out and just is good again. <laughs>
0: yeah, they've yeah they've been looking like they've been getting better, but I don't think yeah. in Philadelphia. Yeah. It's
1: just yeah, I think that that coming back from that injury is just makes him completely a different player. I don't I don't really yeah. think he's. I think it might take a while for him to get back to where he was. Um, we have uh, San Francisco at New Orleans. Should be a really, really good game. Again, it's at New Orleans again, so it's it's really, really hard to pick against them. They're favored by three and a half. Um, I think I'm just going to go with New Orleans because it's at home. Um, you know, San Francisco has a really good defense, but um, I don't know. It's just once, I feel like if you turn the ball over or anything like that, they just kind of roll over you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I- it's not easy to beat them. <laughs> I'm yeah. trying to think who has. I uh, can't really did,
1: think about uh, the Okay, did the, um, did the Patriots beat them there? <laughs> yeah, okay. They that was came it. back at the very end Patriots. of the game. Yeah, I mean, if New Orleans gets a first down in that game, that game's over. Yeah, so that it's, over. Uh, yeah. It, that's what I was saying. Like, Unless you come back and just like barely beat them, it's really hard to beat them there. Um, then we have... You know, pretty much the game of the week, Kansas City at Denver, um, and kind of surprised that it's nine and a half yeah. for Denver and this Can- one.
0: Kansas City's not been looking as good recently, yeah. Um, and I think there's there's a lot of uh, I don't know if it's just opinion that Kansas City's not as good as their record would state. Mm-hmm. And I can kind of understand that. I don't think they, in you know, a schedule like what the Colts have had so far, I yeah. don't think they'd be 9 0. I think they'd probably, they'd still probably be, be pretty good. I'd say like 7 or 2 or 6 and 3 or so.
1: Yeah, I, oh, I mean, yeah, it's definitely not surprising that people think that because of last season.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. I
1: mean, anytime you've got a team that goes from, you know, the worst record to the best record. It's uh, – you're going to question something because it's a lot of the same players. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's different uh, coaches, but it's a lot of the same players.
0: And that's weird in the way where last year they're they had some of the best talent, mm-hmm. but they had a coaching staff and just an, an like an internal feel that was mm-hmm. just so much – uh, it was so negative, and just they, they they just didn't think they could win anything, and therefore they didn't. Guys didn't care last year, and uh, it seems like this year they definitely turned that around.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, you know, and I, Andy Reid's a great coach. I yeah. mean, he's been a really good coach for a long time, and uh, you know, I think it surprised lots of people that he. <laughs> You know that even even after they're struggling so much in Philly that that he was let go. Um, there there were a lot of people that questioned that, and mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It was it was kind of it was interesting to watch. You know, Kansas City go into Philadelphia and beat them um, earlier in the year because I think. Yeah. But it was interesting to see how welcoming the fans are, considering Philadelphia fans yeah, considering usually Philadelphia. have a certain. Uh, we think of them a certain way uh we think of them as like very disgruntled about everything and
0: they've done some stuff to get that reputation yeah
1: so you know kind of interesting to kind of like jets fans in a way um yeah same kind of what ways of thinking um but it's uh definitely a crazy turnaround and i i mean i i you know i don't know if there's been a bigger game this season besides maybe the first game of the season with denver um um i think what's interesting to look at in this game because it's, it's all about matchups is that denver's been having more trouble protecting payton um recently and you gotta wonder if kansas city can get a lot of pressure on him
0: yeah that's a. Uh...
1: Because I, th- I think, obviously, it. Kansas City's defense is going to win this game or lose the game for them if Peyton can pick them apart. Um, and then Denver's defense is kind of like a wild card to me. I feel like when they show up in games, uh, Denver blows people out. Um, yeah. Because you know Denver's going to score. Even when they played Indianapolis. When that, that I mean, that was a big game, too. But even in that game, if Indianapolis didn't get that large lead... Denver might have won, because um, as the game went on, they figured things out on offense, and they started scoring, and it was like they couldn't stop them at all. So, um I mean, uh, I think I will go with Denver in this one just because it's at home. It's a tough yeah. place to play. Um, you know, I feel like Peyton <laughs> feels like he still has to go out and prove stuff because the last big-time game that he had, he, he struggled at first. Yeah, that's um, so- so i i think uh you'll you'll see a few things exposed um because i I think a lot of the teams that Kansas City has played really haven't been that good that they beat so uh
0: mm-hmm.
1: in denver say... i think we've we 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 are pretty much all in agreement that denver you know really good offense <laughs> um you know Peyton definitely has the players around him that he wants so
0: yeah, he's got that's one of the best receiving just groups that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So, I think yeah, if Denver plays well, they're going to win this game. Um cuz they're just too good, I think. Yeah. And Kansas City isn't good enough on offense.
1: Definitely. Um Yeah, if anything, that's what Kansas City is struggling at. They're they're struggling with scoring. Yeah. They- um <sighs> Then we've got uh New England at Carolina. Um and that's the Monday night game. Uh, they're favored by one and a half at home. And, uh, I don't know. I, I think I like Carolina in this game because of their defense. I think they can get a lot of pressure on Tom Brady, um, with that front seven.
0: Yeah. New England, like, uh, like we said earlier with the Packers, seems like they're basically just anchored by Tom Brady at this point.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So if he doesn't have a good game, they're, uh, and the defense is, you know, if they, that defense plays well and disrupts him, then New England doesn't really have Yeah,
1: and, you know, Tom Brady looking human at some yeah. parts this, this season, especially against the Jets, just mm-hmm. throwing bad interceptions that you don't expect from him at all. I mean, usually he's got ice in his veins and he's moving the ball 90 yards for a touchdown. Yeah. Um, But I, I think, like, that's the key. You get lots of pressure on him. And he like it's hard for him to stand in there and and deliver the ball all over the place like it usually does to whoever's playing receiver that week um but Pretty uh much. yeah i i think I, I think Carolina has enough offense um i I think they'll be able to run the ball against New England, and uh I think New England's gonna probably struggle in the red zone i think maybe they can get it down there but carolina's front seven will hold them out of the red yeah. zone a couple times and that'll kind of be the difference in the game um, carolina looks really good this year pretty much yeah and well there's um there's also going to be college basketball it you know it just started this past week um and you know th- there was a few to kick off the season. They had a few like big matchups, especially earlier this week. I know. D- I want to say? Did Did Kansas play Duke? Or yeah. Did Did they that win? Was Tuesday, I think. Yeah, they won. Okay.
0: Was that it, was big.
1: Uh, was it like a
0: blowout or was it close or? It was close. I didn't watch it, but I understand it was close.
1: How's the freshman sensation looking? I haven't really got a chance to watch him, apparently pretty good, yeah, well, he will eventually be making a lot of money yeah
0: um, next year yes
1: the uh yeah it's it's always nice like this time of the season because you know obviously baseball's over, but we've got hockey, we've got football uh college and n f l and then we also got basketball starting too, so um you know early in the year. You get to kind of see, you know, you'll see two or three highly ranked teams lose a game or something like that, Um, but but you really aren't going to see like what these teams are like until later in the season, like pretty much. Yeah, I mean, like you know, right now the win against Duke looks really good, Um, but as the season goes on, especially with the new ACC the way it is, they could very well lose the Syracuse. Um, UConn all those teams that have moved into that conference Louisville um, so it'll be interesting to see you know like you you get those wins like uh, the other day we got like a really bad loss Um, we were up by like 18 on Virginia Tech On the road, and then came, then we lost at the end of the game. Oh, yeah. Um, Which, that, like, those kind of losses, you know, at the end of the season could be the difference between you going to the tournament or not. And uh, so hopefully that doesn't come back to bite us, but uh, I don't know. I was hoping for, like, a little bit better basketball season this year. (laughs) So, because the first year in the Big 12 was just. Just like it was for TCU, huge adjustment for us because um, they play basketball completely differently than the Big East did.
0: Yeah, it's a lot different. It's just a much different style than you'd ever...
1: Oh, yeah. And and the referees do. call... Get, I mean, that's the thing about basketball that I notice more than I notice with football is that the, the games are called either so much closer or they barely blow the whistle. In the Big East, yeah. they barely blew the whistle. In the Big 12, they blow the whistle a lot. mm so it's it's a lot different um the physical kind of style is different too, so
0: yeah, definitely it's uh more... like
1: like Kansas is so much different than syracuse or and those kind of things, so I uh, Kansas reminds me a lot more of villanova, but um it's uh i don't know. and then you know you can talk about uh i think what is it Oklahoma State has another pretty good team in the big 12 yeah. this year.
0: They're looking probably like the best team If I had to guess
1: Yeah. Um, so it should be a funny season And before you know it's going to be March <laughs> Yep <laughs> You have to get through the cold first But um, did you want to <laughs> talk about any of the things That you're working on or? Um
0: uh, There's a bunch of stuff And it's all basically linked to uh, Me on Twitter So uh-huh. just go look there Joe Bush underscore Joe Bush
1: Alright That's about it Sounds good. Well, thanks for being on. I'm mm-hmm. just trying to find me. another guest this week. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, eventually, I'll get Peter back here, talk some sports. But um, it'll be. We'll, we'll try and have you on again sometime. All right. Well, thank you. Well, thank you for being on. Indeed. All right. Well, have a good week, everyone, and enjoy all the sports going on. All, all the sports. The <laughs> sports.